Dudes, what's good? What up? What up? What up? Chilling, man. See, we all at the crib. We chilling. We ain't got the show at the studio today. You know what I mean? Ran out here with the new Miami Dolphins fitted hat he wanted to show off today. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I noticed? You got a lot going on in your background. Yeah, bro. Everything. Because I still got the happy birthday joint going on. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Got the four up there. You got the four going. Got, got photos and joint, yeah. They got the yeah. mini, the mini, uh, what do you call that? Oh, pinata? yeah, the, pinata, yeah, 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 the mini yeah, pinata yeah. right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like everything's going on in the background. Bro. Pretty, pretty dope, man. Yeah, pretty man. dope. Yeah, she out here. She won't let me take it down though. So I'm, I'm like stuck with it for another two, three weeks, yo. I just got the, uh, the balloons pop. B. It was like, I had like a hundred and ten balloons in here. Hundred and ten. Hundred and ten. 10? 110. Yo, there was it was uneven inside the package. <laughs> it was uneven in the package, bro. I'm like, yo, I had to do like mad balloons, yo, when she came in here kicking and everything like that. I just she just allowed me to pop them on me. So yeah, man. <laughs> Thing was crazy. I, had, I kept on. I hate walking around with the balloons just pushing and everything like that, man. But yeah, yeah. man. How was the week? What did you boys do, man? Like, what's good? Um. For me, man, I, I traveled this weekend, man. I traveled. My son was in a competition for his school. Yeah. So it was travel to Central Florida. Um, that was pretty dope. I gave you guys the, the, the joke in regards to the competition, <laughs> how, how I left after he performed. And yeah, that was like a five-hour stint. Yeah, I was like, I'm not sitting here for five hours to find out what the results are. And I was like, no, I'm out. I'm out. I mean, yeah, you I'm a good dad. I'm a good dad. I went there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But sad. at least everybody was in agreement. I think that was that was the main thing. Yeah, there was the son was in agreement. He was like, "Yo, family. peace." My family was like, "Yeah, let's go, let's bounce." <laughs> yeah, I'm saying so that, <laughs> that was, was dope. Everybody was like, "Yo, good, good, good." Yeah, so they were ready to go. So that was pretty cool. Um, other than that, man, I just chilled. I just chill at home. I didn't really go anywhere or anything like that. So it was pretty cool. That's what's up. What's up with you, bro? Um, Friday night I watched uh, Coming to America two. Yeah. That was pretty good. Enjoyed it. Um, and then Saturday, Saturday night. night. Saturday night, Saturday, I watched that. Yeah. Saturday, me and my boys went to um, Bo Campers in Miramar. We watched the uh, UFC. Oh, the fight. Pretty good. Pretty good. A lot of good fights, man. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, Nunez. A lot of good fights. Jesus, yo. Nunez. Some hits, too. Some Nunez hits is today. the... Uh, she's she's the truth, man. Nunez is the truth, bro. Yeah, yeah. She... Yeah. Yeah. I was like... Um, when I, I watched it. I was Saturday. So I watched it at the mm-hmm. crib because me and my daughter, we love watching UFC fights together. So we watching it together, and they was like, yo, Nunes is going to get beat up. I'm like, listen, I don't. I put all the monies on Nunes. Dude. <laughs> all Nunes, the when she beat Nunes down Cyborg. Nunes could have beat the, the two dudes before. Yes. A hundred. Like, he's that good. Like yeah, That good, yo. Six months yeah. of training, and all she did was like two minutes? That yeah, good, two minutes and the fight was over. Like Done. It was it was done. The Izzy, the Izzy fight was good too, even though he lost. That was a good fight. Yeah, I I think he would have. Uh, I think he would have won. I mean, it was just a disqualification. 
I think right. at the end of the day, he would have won that match either way. Yeah. But, um, yeah, Izzy was waiting. He, he was ready for him. You know? I like the kid. I like him. But I think Izzy yeah. was ready for him. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. So, But same weekend, man. I had a great weekend, man. We watched the Ameri- Coming to America 2. I know you had some. Uh, you, didn't think, man, you didn't think it was that good. You know what I'm saying? I, don't, I thought I it was dope. Say, I thought it was okay. No, listen, listen. I didn't say it was bad, man. I didn't say it was bad. I just I just feel it like they were overdoing the it a little bit. Like, yeah, it will never I beat the classic. Like, it's not even about beating the classic. I just feel like they were trying too hard, man. Like, the, All right, so in, in one, there were no... While one was funny, yeah. it wasn't funny because people were overperforming. You feel me? Like in this one, people were like Wesley Snipes were overperforming. Yeah, like, everybody I, I kinda was see just that, yeah. yeah, everybody was just overperforming to yeah. me. And I just thought that was like uncalled for. I think he was trying to be really funny when he really didn't need fun- to be right. Funny. It, yeah. If you had just stick to your script and all that stuff, I think it would have been fine. Yeah, that's just you. You know who I admired as an actor in that movie, the daughter. I think she was a very good. Actor. The older yeah. daughter, the oldest daughter, the older daughter. Yeah, like her, like very just absolutely stunning, gorgeous lady. Um, her outfits. The outfits in the show was dope. Dope, dope, my that, dude. I, dope. Know, I, I was about to go. I was about to go find that black and gold one that he had on. Yeah, when he had the black jeans. The hell out of her outfits. I'll tell yeah, you that. yeah, yeah. Her hairstyle too. And all, yo, bro. You notice that all her outfits had Jamaican colors. Yes, every last one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I was, I was, I felt proud. <laughs> <laughs> Those were my proudest moments. No. I say that. <laughs> yo, it was dope, yo. But she she was definitely the fire one on that one. Um, there was a lot of funny scenes, man. Um, his mom was funny. No, there was there were a lot of funny scenes, and it's good that they brought back a lot of the yeah. people that like, yeah. that were in the original, um, I, and how they tied the original. Um, I, I love what she was like. Prissy, was, Prissy B say what? What? <laughs> the ending though, the ending was dope when they brought back uh, sexual chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> sexual everybody, chocolate came back. Everybody was wondering who was gonna come up. Yeah, like, everybody, yeah. Oh man, like, I, I, I didn't know up? who. I, yeah, because so, because so many celebrities were in it. I'm like, I don't. Even, I thought it was gonna be like an actual. Yeah, really I thought it was so. I thought it was Drake or somebody. Yeah. I thought, yeah, yeah, like a Drake or somebody. Uh, yeah, so, uh, sexual chocolate. I was like. That's, yo, I was like, yo, that's, that's dope. The whole, time, the whole time I'm thinking when he was stopping his foot, he was like, sexual chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was funny. And then he it just a... took the bike and just dropped it. And yeah, it was dope, yo. That was dope. Yeah, yeah I think yeah. Every, just bringing back everybody in that scene was kind of dope, man. I think yeah. the only one that wasn't there was Moms. You know what I'm saying? Moms wasn't there. I think, I'm assuming she passed away or whatnot, but uh, she wasn't there. But that was literally the only person that was there. Um, but the uncle, I can't remember his name right now, but you know who the uncle is, right? Um, the dude's uncle. Yeah. The son's uncle. Yeah. yeah I can't yeah. remember his name right now, but, um, he was, when I was reading that, he was the one that was supposed to be the, uh, the son, but there was like, um, it was like, Whoa. nah, they, he was like, yo, he looks a little too old to be his son. And I think if they would have sold that to be his son, it would have been a funnier movie. It would have messed the whole movie up, yeah. You think it would have messed the movie up? It would have messed the movie yeah. up because, you know, realistically, like, he's too old to be his son. But I was like, yo, he would have been... Tracy Tracy is funny as hell, bro. Tracy is funny. So I, I thought it would have been even funnier than it actually was. Because I'm not going to lie, man. The wife, Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan couldn't Tracy play Morgan, that, yeah. He's funny as hell, though, man. I know, but he couldn't. He's, he's as old as Eddie. He's Murphy, old as bro. yeah. That's that was the yeah. problem. That's why they was like, "Yo, we can't convince him." You know what I'm saying? But then I I did read another one that um um 
what's the gentleman that was on um, Fruitville and uh, Michael B. Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Jordan. So the director that did Fruitville, he had a bid to go ahead and do Coming to America too, but they didn't like the fact that he wanted Michael B. Jordan to be the actor in Coming to America too. Wanted him to be the son, and they felt that based on the um, script that it was going to be all about Michael B. Jordan, not about Eddie Murphy. And Murphy, gotcha. So they were that. like, nah, we can't. We don't want to do that. And that's why the director... Yeah, Michael B. Jordan would have probably overshot. Oh, he would have took that one to the team. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. After, what, 25, 30 years, the wife is still beautiful. Still bad. Still bad. <laughs> still bad, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah, I mean, you can see that she's older, but like, damn, she's still there. Miss a beat, one beat. You like right, thirty so years? Know, Come on, on, we're on the show right now. Yeah, yeah. Oh right, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can we? Can yeah. we actually get into a show? Or are we gonna? That's that. That's that. That's that. Uh, Gina. Just, that's that Gina situation. And we just ruined it for a lot of people. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Understand yeah. that, but so right. yeah, yeah, we ruined that. Let's go right in the news, man. I'm telling you, that's that's that Gina situation, man. We were like, yo, we was in that one. <laughs> yo, so this week has been kind of a crazy week as, as far as, like, sports, man. So, um, first, man, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to mess up this name, and I apologize, but Maya Shaika makes the league history as the first black woman named to the NFL officiating crew, which is dope. Uh, Jennifer King is the first black female to have a full-time coaching job with a Washington football team. Uh, hopefully, in the next couple of weeks, they'll have a name. You know what I'm saying? So that that was extremely dope, man, especially on uh, Women's Month. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. And then, and then, yeah, Women's Day was Monday. So it's, yeah. it's pretty cool to see women, you know, we're, um, the NFL is becoming really diverse when it comes to that stuff. You know, yeah. diversity and coaching um, taking place in the NFL. It's... It actually, I don't know, like, you know, my wife, she actually was actually surprised and actually excited to see stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's not a man's game anymore. Type yeah. Deal. Yeah. So. Nah, but it was definitely exciting. Uh, finally, your boy Dallas, uh, Dak, with the Cowboys, finally signed his uh, his new contract. Uh, I think it was, what, four-year, $160 million. Highest uh, paid signing bonus at sixty six million dollars. I think it was right. sixty six right. and one twenty six guaranteed. Yeah, finally. Do you think he that's deserves- a good deal or a bad? De- I mean, I, he deserves it automatically. He deserves it. I think it's a good deal and the no trade cost there. Um, and then how they structure it, it, it actually helps the cowboy out because majority. Yes, he got that major signing bonus, but it's not gonna the amount of money hitting the cap this year still yeah. allow the, the the cowboys to have cap space to you know to do whatever some they players because yeah because yeah, they're gonna need some they need players on the defense, bro. Yeah, sure. Yeah, they need they need a corner bad. I th- I think they're gonna go corner in a draft. Yeah, but they no, do. I, they I, need that extra corner. Yeah, yeah. They, they need them bad. Um. At least in my mock draft, I got them going after a corner. Um, but yeah, man, I think it's it's I think it's a good deal. A lot of people think that it's a it, it screws Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones even came up there and say, "Listen, man, if anybody's financially has screwed me over, uh, which I don't, I doubt it. But I'm glad it was him. If you guys believe someone screwed me over, and I think we all know Dak won that 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 financial gain or that contract against Jerry Jones because at the end of the day, it was either you re-sign him." Or you rebuild. Right. That was just it. There was no other thing but, to do. 
Dak is uh, Dak is produced since his rookie year. So yeah. How how can you not sign him? Like you can't draft. You, there's no guarantee that you're going to draft a player that's good as him. And he's up with the leagues, man. Before he went out, he was what arguably the number one quarterback production. So. Yeah, but I think it's more of Jerry Jones doesn't like actually paying anybody. You know what I'm saying? So even if the market price is, I think, what, he's averaging, what, $28 million or something like that? Um, you're looking at, you know, you're looking at him not being able to, he doesn't want to pay a quarterback $28 million. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't want to pay anybody $28 million. So it's just kind of like, yo. I mean, I think what he, there's a few things I think run into Jerry Jones's mind. It's not, he look at what's, what's happening this year with the quarterback class. Right. Or the teams currently, there's a ton of teams that really don't have a quarterback. That's true. Yeah. You want, do you want to play that carousel and having those bridges like the, 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 you know, Fitzpatrick of the world all the time, you know, the James Winston of the world being the bridge for your team and you can never get over that hump or you want to just secure somebody get it done figure out how you can structure it so you still have cap space you know and which is what he did and both win uh, in my opinion and Dak is a great quarterback and I think Dak fits Cowboys Dak has the opportunity now to get another contract another yeah. major major contract before he retires or anything like that you feel me yeah, so yeah, I think right, it works right. out I agree I 100% agree with you on that uh, we got Titans release Malcolm Butler. As you know, Malcolm Butler was the corner back that won the Super Bowl against the Seattle Seahawks when yeah, they should have yeah. ran the ball. But hey, we're not going to go into that again. <laughs> hey, hey uh, as I said, he's not a bad corner and he's not a great corner, but I know the team's going to pick him up for sure. Uh, he didn't do much last year for the um, for them, yeah. for the Titans. So I, I think. Uh, yeah, I think um, he'll still get picked up though, um, for sure. But they, they, what? He, they were that's like ten million dollars in cap space. Yeah, by releasing him. So yeah, ten million dollars in cap space. I think he's funny enough. He may just go back to uh, New England. Yeah, it's just a casualty, man. And traded. So. That's the thing. It's just a casualty of of the cap. Yeah, and that's, ten million dollars. And that's what's gonna happen to a lot of players. Like the next players that you're gonna talk about right now, they're they're a result of. Cap issues. Oh, cap, yeah, it's just cap a cap casualty. Yeah, yeah, it's just a cap casualty. I think NFL dropped it down to like 180 or something like that. 182.5. 182.5. So that goes right to what we were talking about with uh, New Orleans Saints cutting Emmanuel uh, Sanders. Sanders, exactly. Yeah. That's He's just a cap casualty. Yeah. Um, he's, he's also becoming a journeyman as well. That's what's crazy because... He's productive, though. You know what I'm saying? He's, he's, yeah, he had little injuries here and there. Yeah, but he's definitely but productive. He is... You know what team he needs to go to? And they're probably going to look at him? Green Bay. Yeah. Nice location. It's yeah. a nice location. Not going to be expensive he's, at all. He's better, he, he's better than the, all, the Lazards and the... Um, What's the other guys? Uh, Scott, MBS oh, and the MBS, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he will be a better Robin than any of those two. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. Speed, slants so, right towards the middle. But honestly, man, I think Green Bay is going to pick up like a Corey Davis or somebody like that. A younger, big a body. younger guy. A big body. Big body. Yeah. Yeah. And I like I like the Corey Davis pick too because Corey is not a number one guy. He's a number two. Yeah, he's a so number I think two. he'll you know that's why this year he fit well with Tennessee Titans because AJ Brown became the number one guy and yeah. everybody just kind of like forgot about him. Cap casualty, man. I'm telling you. Yeah. No, I agree with you, man. Uh, we got a lot of what tag players, man. We got Allen Robinson, 
being tagged and obviously Chris Godwin being tagged. Did you see the Allen Robinson situation happening? No. As well, far, I, you, you assumed that he was going to be tagged or you thought he wasn't going to be tagged? I thought he wasn't going to be tagged. I thought they were going to let him go and become a free agent. They don't have a quarterback, bro. Yeah. Like, they don't have a top draft pick. What it looked like... We're looking at a revolving door here. With, 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 uh, <laughs> no, I, I've never felt bad for a player like how I feel, I feel bad for Allen Robinson. <laughs> like, the dude cannot get a quarterback to play with. I don't understand it. Like, give the dude a good quarterback. The dude has performed throughout his career, showing that he's quarterback proof. Can the dude get a good Just quarterback? Get it, let, yo, let him have it. He stayed with these are his quarterbacks. Blake. <laughs> <laughs> dude. Blake Bortles. Nick Foles, Trubisky. Like, come on. Give the dude somebody that can actually, like... Just uh, somebody. Just somebody. Just give him a quarter. Because realistically, he's making everybody else look really good. Dude. So, them franchising... I think them franchising him, though, I don't necessarily think he's they're franchising him to play next year. I think they're franchising to use him as trade bait. What if they get a quarterback? What if they get, like, a Bridgewater traded to him? You know, for then, the fifth round, then they can, I think they that's can, what they're looking at. Right, they can hold on to it. You feel me? Like, so, Chicago did the smart thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, they, they did. They did the smart thing. Um, they didn't let him go out in free agency. They're still going to hold on to him, see if they can get a quarterback. If they can't get a quarterback and they're going to be a, do it like a true rebuild, then yeah, use him as trade bait. Get some picks for him, send him to a Miami or somebody like that, probably get like a first rounder for him. And you're good. Like, you know what I mean? And but, Miami can figure he, out that contract. Here's the thing with the Bears, though. They're one of those teams that their defense is good enough. They have Montgomery. They win games. You understand what I'm saying? They, they're they fighting for a playoff spot. So it's, I think they're more franchising in the, in the essence of we, could, you, we need him to continue getting better, but they need a quarterback. So it's like, they're stuck on do we rebuild or we do we keep building the team from where it's at, you know? With all so, the money that they have on defense, man. <laughs> like I was, I'm a, I'm a fan of if you're going to rebuild, you're going to destroy everything. There's going to be a shopping spree at your location. Right. You're not you're not going <laughs> to keep a, a 18 million, 16 million, 70 million dollar a year wide receiver for what? What's the point of that? You, There's you, no point. You're not you're not perform, you're not going to go for anything. Yeah, you're not. You know. You know what I mean. You're not competing for anything. So why keep that expensive player on your team? There's no problem. Either. And which, which no is where I think. I mean, Chicago is like, yeah, they're in that gray area for, far as rebuilding or competing for a spot. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, yo, if I were them, I would like they did the right thing of like franchising him. Just just take that now and say, hey, Miami, I have him locked up for at least a year. Can I get a first rounder for him? That's not right. Get- <laughs> we're not going to do that unless it, we're, we're, no team is going to do that. So not just Miami. No, no, no team is going to give up that first round unless it's going to be a full contract for four. A years full years. contract? Yeah. No, no, no. I agree with you. I yeah. agree with you. They will tell them like they will tell them, they have until what July fifteenth? I think it, I think it is. Yeah. Hey, you have until July fifteenth. Work something out. Will he agree to like a fourteen, fifteen million dollars a year? Um, if he agrees to that, we'll take on that contract and give you a first round pick. Yeah. Miami will probably do that for next year's first round because their yeah. assumption is that it's going to be playoffs. It's going to be like right, right. It would be a next year first round, but taking on that contract. Yeah, and taking on that contract, uh, or any team. Um, and Chris Godwin locked up. 
12, what, 14 million, I think it was? 14, 12 million, something like that? Chris Godwin's franchise tag. Yo, uh, I, what do you think about I that? I heard, I heard, I was reading something today, and Chris Godwin uh, being franchise tag, he's making more money on this franchise tag in all his prior years in the yep. league combined. Yep. Crazy. I was like, I was How like, much is he making? 13, I think it is. 13 million? No, that's wrong. About fifteen no, no, million dollars no. for this yeah, franchise. Yeah, yeah, fifteen million, and Allen Robinson's at seventeen. Yeah. So, and that's why he's like, "Yo, that's cool. Franchise tag me, man. I'm I'm all right with that." Yeah. Pay so, me next year. But I think they're gonna they're gonna try to work something out long term for him. Doesn't yeah. make sense to. I think that's when they're trying to restructure with everybody else. I mean, they're paying too many people. I mean, Evans got to restructure his contract and go from there. Yeah, he's he's the future. So. Yeah, he, right. he is. Yeah. Right, so that's why I think they they're try to they'll try to lock him up for at least the next four years, yeah. and um, work something out with Evans. Um, get rid of like probably OJ Howard, re-sign Gronk. Yeah, kind of clear know, everything put, out. Before, put before Antonio Brown on a a, a, a one year or two year deal for like yeah. two mil with two with a dollars. bunch of incentive incentives. Um, that's pretty much how what they're gonna do. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Before we get into the first quarter, I, I, I wanted to ask you guys a quick question about franchise tag. How do you guys feel about the franchise tag? Should there still be a franchise tag? Should there be a negotiation? It's like, yo, franchise tag cannot happen in the next NFLPA situation. Like, what do you guys feel? Personally, I think, I, go ahead, go ahead, Paul. I think it it depends on the situation. Like, for example, we're talking about. Let's compare who the two players we were just talking about, Alan Robinson and Chris Godwin. Yeah. But Chris Godwin, it benefits him. You're in a good situation. You just came off of a championship. You're not carrying the workload. You have a good quarterback. So franchise tag me. You understand what I'm saying? Whereas Alan Robinson, it's like, dude, can I get a break? You know, like, I'm worth this money, and I want to be on a team that I could, you know, I could be the guy. I want to I wanna have a serviceable quarterback. So I think it works out in – it depends on the situation, but it can work against you or for you. So I think right. it's things. What do you think, B? Ren? Uh, for me, man, I personally don't like it because I feel like it's it's a it's only benefits a team per se. I'm not. I mean, like, I I see what you're saying, but I I feel like the team benefits more than the players. Yeah. Um. Because listen, it's NFL, man. It's not it's not guaranteed money these guys are playing for, right? Yeah, if you franchise, you're guaranteed for that year. Um, but if you get a demonstrable injury, you're done. You're done. You're done. So that's so. I feel like you should have the opportunity to go ahead, get at least a long-term deal. I don't think a team should have the ability to, you know, minimize you down to a one-year deal. Regardless that that one-year deal is a significant amount of money, I think the long year, the long-term deal is better Wait. for the player. And um, I think it's just it will work out better for the player. Dak Prescott was just lucky that he was good and he was performing at the beginning of the season. Yeah. But I tell you, for the most part, it would have a lot, of, a lot of players. No, a lot of players will not make that kind of a contract yeah. after being injured on a on a franchise tag. You get what I'm saying? So yeah. I think at that point, it's just unfair to the players. Yeah, I agree with you on that too. Because I I feel like yo, if you you want me bad enough to franchise me, just pay me. Pay me for the four years. Like, you just renting me until I either get hurt and then be like, because when I get hurt, you're not going to be like, all right, let's give you this four-year contract. You're going to be like, oh, well, good luck. Nah, and I don't believe in a franchise tag in that way because it's like, yo, if you want me, pay me for those years. If you don't, release me. Let me go to free agency at that point because you got to look at with Godwin. Yes, 
13 million dollars, 15 million dollars. He hasn't got paid, but look, he's getting paid 15 million. Godwin right. would probably most likely would have got 14, 13 million dollars in the next three, four years contract, or even 15 million dollars. Well, or in guaranteed money. But now you're stopping him from getting that and only going on a one year contract. And if he gets hurt, his money reduces to like nine, eight million dollars exactly. if he gets hurt. And I, that's what sucks about it because you're gonna you're gonna release him at that point. Think about that. If, if that situation is totally different, because Dak could have signed that franchise tag and walked in there to the gym and be like, ah, I strained my leg. I don't want to play no more. Dallas would have been pissed. They would have exactly. been upset. But at least you know he's gonna work at it though. Let's get into the show, man. We got first quarter. We obviously going to be talking about the sophomore season, right? The sophomore players coming into the new season, right? Uh, we're going to start off obviously with you know the quarterbacks, tight, with tight ends involved in that too, uh, running backs and receivers, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, what we got? We got two of first quarterback yep. side. Like, so what do you guys think about <laughs> Tua? I know, I know that's Paul's favorite player. So let's start. With yeah. run, off, run off some of the stats, uh, Ray, before I talk about it. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, bro. But I don't know, like, why you don't like Tua, bro. I don't I, even get it. Who me or yeah. Red? Oh, no, you? Oh, me? I don't like Tua. I'm not gonna front to you. I don't yeah, like Tua. I don't have a problem with. I'm not. Tua. I'm not a fan of Tua. Man. No, no. Run off the stats, Ray, all right. So, all right, for Tua, he played ten games. Um, had a seventy-four percent uh, completion, uh, completion percentage. Yeah. Uh, over, you know, two two thousand four hundred and thirty-seven yards and eleven touchdowns. With five interception, so that's really to it. So eleven passing touchdowns in ten games, five interception, over two thousand yards. You actually twenty four hundred yards in really ten games that he played. So seventy four percent, you know, completion rate. So I feel like that's pretty efficient. But go ahead, man. You, you got into it, and then so, I'll talk. So with the tour situation, I'm I'm gonna stand by what I've been saying since he was thrown in there. I, I think that. He was thrown into a situation with the – it's kind of like the organization kind of wanted to see you fail in a sense. I don't know it was like a prove-it type of thing, yeah. but it wasn't fair to the, the player. The team is winning. Um, Fitzmagic was doing his thing, and you throw the player in there with an already line that's not really good and expect a first-year guy to figure it out. What I saw from Tua was back to that efficiency standpoint. I remember – um, a play. I can't remember which team it was that he threw to Parker, and it was on the money. Yeah, so uh, it was a slant into the end zone. We were talking yeah, about how, where did that, exactly. how did that ball get right in there? Exactly. Like for example, a Lamar Jackson can't do something like no, that. No, not Lamar Jackson. A lot of a lot of quarterbacks in the NFL can't do that. So what I see from Tua is a smart quarterback, uh, uh, a very accurate quarterback, and I think you surround him with a decent line. And maybe one other weapon. I don't think he needs a ton of weapons, but one other weapon. And he's gonna he's gonna make a lot of people regret how regret feeling the way they feel. Yeah, I I, I get you, but like me and Rim was talking about, bro. Uh, are, are, I'm are, not are, a are fan. About, are you talking about Charlo gonna feel? Like? <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Listen, like I said before, even spoke to Rim. I don't remember any Alabama quarterback doing good. The, uh, they have won seven championship rings. Let's take away the last two, because that was with Tua and that was with uh, Mac Jones, right? Let's take away those two. Did Jalen Hurts win one with them? He was he was on the the bench, wasn't he? I think it was the one before that. So there could have been a Jalen Hurts championship, right? Yeah, with, with could Alabama be. could be. So let's take away three. So that leaves four. 
four championships. Do you remember one of the quarterbacks? Just one. No, bro, you yeah, can't. We're talking about you. You can't be. All right, let's do the eye test. They just don't produce quarterbacks for me, bro. That's all I'm saying. All right, you mentioned Jalen Hurts, and I know we want to talk about him in a second. Yeah. But Jalen Hurts was put in a situation for him to come in and be the guy and thrive. Same way with the Pat yep. Mahomes. Pat Mahomes did the same thing when he was thrown in there, and Lamar Jackson did the same thing when he was thrown uh, Well, Pat wasn't thrown in there. Pat was not thrown in there. Pat had a year to, to, to kind of get everything from Alex Smith, and then it became his team. Tua got thrown in there. I agree with you 100% on that. Jalen had a whole year, right, that he has to now – well, excuse me, Jalen got thrown in there because of injuries – and then now you're going to see how he and is. And Wentz was playing like, Wentz was playing like, like crap. Yeah, Wentz was playing like crap. So I agree with you on that. Tua should have never been thrown in, especially since Fitzpatrick was playing well. I definitely agree with you. I just, I wasn't a Tua fan. I was more of a Lawrence fan. All right, so for me, I'm, I'm a Dolphin fan. Through and just through. like C, you know, more like, uh, just like C. So, But my perspective is different um, from C's. Tua didn't play well. Um, especially the amount of hype that was uh, surrounding him, expect coming out of college and everything, he was tanked for tour. You know, that was like the the mantra in, in Miami, going to the games and everything like that. Yep. But here's the thing, though. Yeah, as as I think it was you, um, Paul, that mentioned this. The line wasn't good. The line wasn't good. The weapons that he was promised weren't there because um, Parker was, was injured for some time. Williams was completely out. People opt out and all that good stuff, right? So he he was he wasn't set up to have a successful year. I agree with you one hundred percent on that. So I think now, sorry, with um, the new OC, you know what I mean. The new OC. I know the Dolphins are gonna seek some wide receiver, yep. seek a running back, seek a, you know some offensive weapons. So now he's gonna have those weapons. I think the dude. We hope that they do that. We hope in yeah. the second year he's gonna he's just gonna perform a lot better. So yeah. I just I just expect him to perform a lot better. I'm willing to give him the you know. Benefit of the doubt to perform a lot better. He's set up. He's gonna be set up to perform a lot better than what he was last year. That I agree. Even though I didn't like him, I still do agree that if the Dolphins go get this top tight um, wide receiver, go get a running back, you, and some, you know, they just picked up the tackle um, that was a first round pick last year from, uh, I believe it's from Tennessee. Tennessee. So, right. and then with that, you're looking at hey, they don't have to go get a receiver from in the draft. Uh, they can pick up the first tackle, the top tackle in the draft to kind of surround that line. Next thing you know, Tua is set up to have a better year this year. Right. So I agree so, with that. I'm going to end the Tua debate by saying this. So Colin Murray is, I think, a Tua comparable. And there was a big difference between Colin Murray his first year. And, and Colin Murray the second. And his second year. Yeah. He was very hyped his first year. I had him. I believed in him. And he <laughs> underperformed. Yep. Right, and then the second year he came out, he was balling. Fire, exactly. He was balling. DeAndre Hopkins and all that, but Colin Murray played way better than expectation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, DeAndre was there, so. (laughs) All right, let's. let's What do we got? Uh, We got next. So we we all agree that Tua is going to have a better year. A better, uh, yeah, a better, a better sophomore year than than his rookie year. All right, sure. So it's going to be a significant better though. It's going to be glaringly better. I say that too. All right. So we got next. We got Joe Barrow, Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Obviously, we had mad conversations last year with draft and and him starting to play. I think Pete was like on some like, yo, Joe Burrow is 
hyped, overhyped, right? And then he got on the field, he did well, but he did get injured. Like, so do we see, based on the hypeness of what he did last year, do we also see him having a good sophomore year? Or do we kind of see him having the same kind of year? I, I say the same kind of year, and I say this because, all right, so he was in a situation where his team just wasn't good. So um, when your team isn't good and you're like, it can make you look better than what you're really doing because you're doing so much. You understand what I'm saying? Right. Like, if you get where I'm going with it. I'm not trying to downplay, like, his 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 performance. I think he, he performed well for his rookie year, but Mixon underperformed. AJ Green was absent. So the team the team didn't play as a team up to what we thought they would. Right. Joe Borough was the only highlight. So it kind of raised his stock. So I don't see him getting in his sophomore year being much better than we what we saw. From- All right. What do you do? You think he's just going to sink this year? I don't think he's going to sink. I don't think he's going to go, you know. Digress? I don't think he's going to digress. I don't think he's going to improve either. I think he's just going to be middle of the road and probably slightly even worse. And All right. A lot of people look at Joe Burrow and it's like, yo, he had a magnificent season. Personally, I looked at him and I I don't think he did. Uh, In the nine games that he played, bro, he was averaging uh, like 17.4 fantasy points, right? And... He only topped like top twenty fantasy points three times in that entire period. Like right. you know what I mean? So I don't I don't see him as this great back. The dude like the other thing is like I was looking, um, shout out to PFF. I was looking at PFF and was um, reading some articles and, and looking looking up Joe Burrow's stats. And one of the stats that actually stood out to me is that the dude attempted forty eight deep passes, meaning twenty twenty yards plus at downfield, and he only completed nine of them. Like, he's not that accurate. Like, that's how I'm looking at it. I don't know if it's because of the line. They need to improve the line. Or he needs better weapons because now A.J. Green is gone. He's going to have Boyd. You know what I mean? So he's going to need weapons. He's going to need wide receiver. I mean, they have Higgins as well. He's going to need wide receiver on um, for him to perform well. You think they're going to go out wide receiver in a draft? They definitely have to get – they definitely have to go wide receivers in a draft. Um, I don't remember what their draft pick is, but – a chase could possibly fall to them. Um, so if they get chased, then it's a whole different ball game. Yeah, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? It's yeah. a totally different ball game for Burrow. He's going to have a killer weapon. Mixon's going to come back. And Higgins there. And Higgins there. And you have Tyler Boyd. So that is a good nucleus for the Cincinnati Bengals. But they have. They need defense. We talked about that before. Yeah, yeah they, they need, especially they need defense and they need line. They don't yeah, want yeah. Joe Burrow to be Injured again, come, yeah. come, come in this. What was it year. with him? ACL? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, ACL. Yeah, ACL. So, I mean, it, it's tough. Like you said, they're, they're playing Baltimore defense. They're playing the Steelers defense, right? Twice. 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 <laughs> Twice. That's, that's, that's a problem. And that's you don't have a defense yourself. Yeah, they may have the offensive power to, if they get it, get it there, but they still need a defense. They need they to need beef corners. up that line. They need to beef up that line uh, significantly. Like significantly, I can't even express how much they need to beef yeah. up that line. Against those defenses in their division, they need to beef up that line. Yeah, easy. the Browns' defense is pretty good. Like it's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we thinking same thing. Are we in agreement, or are you just like yo, P. Nag and, and, uh, and he's the middle of the ground for me. He's a double digit draft pick um, for me in, in fantasy redrafts. That's just me. 
Yeah. But you guys probably think differently. You probably draft him in the seventh round or some shit. Yeah, so. I would. Yeah. <laughs> you don't draft quarterbacks until the seventh round anyway. So, it, oh, or the twelfth <laughs> round. <laughs> you don't draft any quarterbacks. That's just me. That's round. just me. That's just me. <laughs> Dude, I um look. Aaron Rodgers was drafted in the eleventh round last year. Yeah, no, I agree with you. I can. I can. I guarantee that won't. That won't happen this season. But yeah, I got you. And you know what? I'm, you know what's gonna be good about next season in redraft. Because I feel like everybody is going to – like, they're going to shoot for that, this quarterback. This, yeah. this quarterback. Uh, yes, and I appreciate yeah. it. And I appreciate yeah. you guys shooting for this quarterback. I'll stay back and, and, you know, just double up on these great, great, great position players. Like a Ben, ben Roethlisberger? Yeah. Did you have that issue I by doing that? Because you went Ben and Cam? Or, or Cam Newton that plays good one every – Did you have I a went, problem? Whoa, whoa, whoa. So I went Ben and Cam. And if you look at Ben's stats, right – Ben Stats is better than Burroughs. Ben Stats is, like, give me a name. Give me a name. Ben, ben Stats is almost as equal to Russell Wilson. Ben Stats, like, you can you you're, guys you're pushing it. Yeah, you're yeah, pushing. I mean, like, you're going a little go, too far with check, the, the check, Russell Wilson situation. Go check situation. the overall fantasy stats for the year for Russell Wilson and check the overall fantasy stats for right. Ben Roethlisberger. All right. And you see that they're pretty close. All right, so, so look, let, let's, you let's do that. Yeah, yeah, let's, that. Let's, let's go with the Just next step here. Let's, let's go with L.A. Chargers. Uh, Justin Herbert. I mean, rookie of the year this season. Um, we like. I think we all talked about it over the summer when we were watching HBO, and we were like, "Yo, this kid got an arm, right?" And then we were like, "Oh, Tyrod Taylor's not there. playing." They, I, the I whole would, organization set up Tyrod Taylor. I was the only one out of the three of us that I would take Justin Herbert over to us. Yes, one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree with you on that. Yep, you did say that before draft. I personally was like looking at this kid like I didn't want Tua either way because I was like I was on the the Lawrence scenario, but I know Ren was like once once draft ended and you know you had the uh, HBO show on and we were like yo Herbert Herbert got an arm bro Herbert is not playing yeah hard knocks is what really opened my eyes up to uh, Herbert to be honest with you um, he did a great job, man. Herbert did a great job, and I give props where props is due. As you said, rookie of the year finished like he played two less games, um, two less games than a lot of players, yeah. a lot of quarterbacks, quarterbacks and yeah. still finished what nine ten, depending yeah. on your fantasy ranking. Um, so I think that was pretty good. Um, dude is just on point, man. Like he was on point. He hit more uh, more than thirty points in like most of his games. So that's pretty cool. So, you know what I mean? Now, now with, you know, I think he's going to have a great season. Now with him losing Hunter Henry, cause they didn't resign. They let Hunter Henry go into the free agency. My prediction is that the Chargers is going to go after Kyle, um, um, Pitts from Florida as their, ty- as a new tight end. As a new tight end. Yeah. But do you think he's going to have a good season without that tight end, even though he wasn't even using his tight end when he was playing? If they get Pitts, though, like, if they get Pitts from Florida, like, he'll have the same season, not not, not even miss a beat, and it's yeah. probably even better because Pitts is a straight, Pitts is a straight baller. Yeah, he's straight a baller. Beast, yeah. Straight baller. So he, he is that receiver slash tight end guy. Like, he's a beast. So yeah. I expect that from him, man. Yeah. So we, we're, we're assuming that, you know, he's going to have – he's going to surpass his uh, freshman year, his rookie year. So we got our last quarterback. Um, I know we – Earlier, we just started talking about it, but just Jalen Hurts. You know, he's got into a position that they they could have probably even made the playoffs with Jalen. Uh, but now he's the guy in Philly, right? 
What do you think happens? Um, I'm, go I'm ahead. stuck on this one. I'm stuck. I, I, I really don't know. Um, I don't know if it's a fluke year. Um, I don't know if it's a fluke situation. I think it's a wait and see. I honestly wouldn't touch Jalen Hurts in a fantasy draft, in my opinion. Um, that that Philly system just can't get right. And I think, <laughs> no, no, it, it, it can't. Something, something, something's not right there. And I think that that can't was like right. a. I know, that's why I laughed. It's can't like they right. put a band aid and the band aid held the, the water and it stopped it. And, and it makes you think that you don't need to repair the roof, but you probably need to repair the roof. Yeah. So. What do you think? What do you think Philly needs in order for Jalen to be. To be good. I mean, to, I to, be, to be successful. You don't think what? I, I don't know if Jalen is that guy. Really? I think we need to see more games. We, teams have film on him now. Um, I think the first five games of the season will determine if he's that guy or not. Right. I'm not willing to take that risk to find out. Do you, do you think he's surrounded by the right guys on his team? As far as receivers go? Because... Rager was the guy, the wide receiver they drafted last year, and he got hurt. Uh, your boy Alshon Jeffries, Ren, is no longer with the oh, team. Oh, that's anymore. trash, man. That's <laughs> trash, dude. So oh, he's no God, longer with the team I don't anymore. Think he's in a, I don't think he's in an optimal situation, but yeah. he's not in a bad situation. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't think he's – I agree with you, PJ. He's not in an optimal situation at all. Like, personally, like, he looked good when he came in for Wentz, right? And really and truly, you can only grade him on three games, week 14, 15, and 16, exactly. right? Yeah. And in those, in, in those three games, the dude did pretty good. Like, his completion rate wasn't that great, but, um, you know, 63%. Um, he had five touchdowns, five passing touchdowns, and one rushing touchdown. The part, the part about Jalen Hurts that was highlighted to me, like, that pops out to me when, when, you, when, you, um, when you look at it from a fantasy perspective and what what he's going to promise you next season. In these five games, bro, he had, he had almost 200 rushing yards. You, you feel me? So his legs is going to be uh, the contribution of his, uh, most of his fantasy points. He exactly. likes to run. So I think I don't think he's Deshaun, like, you know, I don't think he's Jackson. No, no. Um, but I don't think he is uh, Allen from, uh, from uh, Bills. He's like right in the middle somewhere. I think he's a better runner than Allen, um, but he's a better passer than Deshaun you know, Watson. Jackson. Oh, right, Watson, yeah. you mean? But not, yeah. Oh, you're Jackson, talking. I'm sorry, Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, yeah, Lamar, Lamar Jackson. Jackson. Sorry, Jackson. I Jackson. Sorry, I was looking at Deshaun because uh, Deshaun is cut. Jeffries is cut. Yeah, perfect. Yeah. That's they need another wide receiver though. They need another wide receiver on that squad. The mere fact that they cut those two guys, uh, Jeffries and Jackson, they're going they after a receiver. Right, they're going to need wide receivers to uh, to surround them. They already have a good running back in Sanders. Uh, it's a new coaching regime, so hey, he and he's going to get an off season. So got to let you know now. I, if they trade to the Dolphins, bro, we're we're going to take them. We're going to take everything away from them for the next two to three years. <laughs> take every draft pick away from uh, them. No, to get from so six I to three. I don't think I think he's a decent player to have. I think he's a decent player to um, a decent quarterback. He's a quarterback too. Yeah. Um, so. After you draft your first quarterback, he's a quarterback to have. Like he's a higher upside quarterback because of his legs, um, but he's a really low floor quarterback as well. So you have to be careful with that. That you can put him in. He's he's like what 
uh, what's his name did to me last year, right? He's <laughs> from New mean? England. For which, which, uh, Cam? Yeah. Listen, he's dude. Like we... what Cam, he's like what Cam did for me. Like, the days that I don't play Cam, Cam has like two yeah. or three rushing touchdowns, yeah. right? Uh, but the days when I play him, he has three points. And um, <laughs> so, like, Yo, so you need like two like, points. You would have won games, bro. That's like Jaylen, three games. Jaylen all you need is two points, bro. You yeah, won I know, man. Jalen Hurts is gonna be like a low floor, high upside kind of a guy on every any given week. Any given week, he will I rush. Can see that. You know what I'm saying? He will run in like two or three touchdowns, and you're you know you have like forty you know forty fantasy points. And then there's gonna be weeks when he can't get a rushing touchdown, and the passing ain't there because he he doesn't have enough. You know, wide receivers around him because I think they're going to cut Hurts. Yeah. You know what I mean to save some cap space. So it's going to be Goddard. They they're going to probably get a, like a rookie tight end. So it it's going to be tough. Right. So we're going to go to the one tight end that we believe in, like last year that did well. Schultz for Dallas Cowboys, right? Dak Prescott is back now. You got C.D. Lamb. You got Cooper. You got uh, what's my guy? I get the receiver that I love picking up. Was that um Gallup? Gallup. Gallup. Mike Gallup. Yeah. You got Mike Gallup out there. Do you think Schultz? You got Zeke out there. Do you think Schultz is going to be a guy that's going to get the ball? Because he was getting a ball when uh Red Riding Hood. What do you want to call him? Red Ripper. Red Robin. Red Robin. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm when he was there. But when Dak was there, Schultz wasn't getting that ball. You know what I'm saying? That ball was going to Zeke. That ball was going to Cooper. It was going to C.D. Lamb. It was going to Gallup. It was going down the field. It was going down the field. But so, that's a produ- All right, so that's the thing. That's a production of what where they were. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if 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 Dallas do what Dallas needs to do is and beef up their that defense, yeah. it's not going to be that game. It's going to be the short game. It's not going to yeah. be, yep. you know, let's force the ball down the field. So we can get some yards and get some points. And they were playing from behind and they were playing from behind in every game. Yeah, every game because the defense sucks so bad. But this year with the off season and and them focusing on defense, it's not going to be the same game script. And that's the I, hey, more party, you guys. Uh, we had a pre show and we talk about Dak and Dak contract and how yeah. you guys are high on Dak and Dak. You know, you're going to draft Dak in the fourth, fifth round. What quarterback are you that, high on? That Dak? is why I'm not Dak <laughs> drafting Dak in the first. And as I said, I'm, I'll draft Dak in the fifth round if I don't see them do anything to the defense. Yeah. They don't do anything to the defense. They're going to be playing from behind like they did last year, and Dak is going to eat. Dak, Dak is going to be forced to pass the ball. But if the um, Dallas defense becomes a good defense, all that is gone. It's going to be a Zeke show. All right. All right, so we got Dallas. We were thinking, hey, his sophomore year may, not, may or may not be that good right now. So let's go in and get into the running back game. You know what I'm yep. saying? We're going to get running backs, and then we got receivers, man. So first running back, I'm going to shoot it up to you because that's your running back. That's your keeper, J.K. Dobbins. J.K. had, what, 121 carries, I think, what, 645 yards on a split uh, backfield, right, for most of the year? A three-split backfield. It's a three-headed yeah, monster. Yeah, three-headed monster. Now you got... Actually, it's really a four-headed monster, to be honest with you, because... Oh, because of Jackson. one moment... Uh, yeah, because of Jackson. So yeah. you have Jackson, you know, you had Gus Edwards, you had Mark Ingram, and then you have Dobbins. And then at the year, at, closer to the end of the year, they got rid of... You Mark know, Ingram. Yeah. Mark Ingram. And then there's a the three-headed monster, whatever. And then that's when you start seeing Dobbins really play and shine and all that good stuff. Here's the deal, though. For me, personally, I have Dobbins 
considering Dobbins as a keeper. I got him in like uh, in in the you know in the NFF league. Yeah, uh, I have him as I think I drafted him in the seventh or eighth. So I'm I'm thinking about keeping him. You keep but here's him. Don't, my, don't do that. Right. Don't do that. You no, no, no. Him. Here's my problem. Here's my problem with Dobbins. <laughs> my problem with Dobbins is that there's uh, there's going to be two other running backs on that team that's going to voucher carries from him. If he was going to be a lone back, or even if he was going to just split with Gus Edwards, because they're really high on Gus Edwards. Again, Gus Edwards is a free agent this year, but they already said they're going to re-sign him. If if um, so if if he's gonna um, if he's gonna have to share the ball with three guys. Ex- right. Me and the three guys, obviously. I'm talking about Jackson. Jackson. Jackson's going to voucher a lot of those. He's not going to get the touchdown that he wants unless, you know what I mean? Jackson's going to voucher a lot of those runs. And um, that is the thing that scares me about Dobbins. Dobbins on a redraft league is probably like a fifth rounder. If I get him in the seventh, what is that enough value for me to keep him? You know what I mean? I, I don't know. Because he's going to be sharing the ball. And that's, that is the problem about Dobbins. Dobbins really and truly going to be like a, a – like, a late running back two to me, like you know what I mean. All right. That's and and it's just because not because of his talent or anything. It's just because of the situation that he's in. All right. So, but we think that it, it, do we do you believe that his sophomore year is going to be better this year, or do you believe that it's yes, be because next year? Mark Ingram is not going to be there. So I think he's he's going to be slightly better, but at the same time, it's not going to be the production that you know a, a, a number one running back should get because right. Gus Edwards is going to eat into it. And then they have that quarterback that runs a lot. And that's going to eat it. Yeah. Well, agree right, with cool. that. All right, cool, man. Let's go into uh, we got the Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, right? Your favorite Hun- player, PJ. Yeah, 181 yards, 181 carries, uh, 803 yards, right? So how do you think he's going to do this year? Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is arguably the most overhyped rookie. <laughs> Enough said. Yes. Yeah. Williams will be back. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, that's he's going downhill, bro. <laughs> so, all right. So, for all fantasy purposes, he was going first round last year when Williams opt out because of COVID. Where do you see him going this year in redraft leagues? And forgive, <laughs> forgive me, guys. Forgive me, fans. Listen, he's 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 he, listen. Me personally, he should go fourth, right? What he should go fourth, fourth round, fourth round. He should go fourth, fifth round. He's most they likely going to be in a go. committee backfield, bro. He should go. He's going to go fourth or fifth round. I believe he should go fourth or fifth round. But I'm I think what's going to happen because fourth or fifth round, bro. If you really think about it, that's where Kareem Hunt is going, right? Kareem Hunt is going around that round because you know multiple running backs are going to be gone. By by that time, anyways, because remember it's a heavy it's heavy wide receivers at that point, right? So everybody's going to be going after the running back. So fourth or fifth round is where you're going to get that second string running back that's going to be on, on a duel. But there's going to be a lot of people that's going to probably go after my second or third. That I agree with you 100 percent on that. See, what about you, uh, PJ? What do you think? Why would someone go after me at second and third? Why did someone go after him in the first round? Because of that, <laughs> that, but that's the thing. People gotta understand. Yeah, there they could be hype, but you gotta yeah, really break it down. I, 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 he to me, he underperformed last year. Um, he couldn't get into the the the. the he's a he's a, he's too small to like yeah, bust that line. Yeah, he's Cohen. That's what he is. Yeah, I hundred like, percent agree with you. I hundred percent agree with you. All right, so do you think he's gonna flourish next year though? Do you no, think he's, his stock, he's, he's, right. stock is going he, down? 
he's going. He's not going to produce eight hundred and three yards. Cameron. All right. If Williams play, if Williams play, stay on Kansas City. I don't think he's going to flourish, and this is why I don't think he's going to flourish. He's going to have his time, his moments. He's going to have his moments because that pass catching um, running back. He's going to have his moments on Kansas City. He's going to have his moments. Here's here's my problem with that. If Williams come back, anything ten yards are in. So Williams is going to take. Is Williams getting? The yeah, ball. all day long. It is. Yeah. It is not. It is not going to be him. Yeah. Sadly to say, it's not going to be him, and that's where his fantasy production is going to decrease to me. And he Williams is, can catch that damn ball. And, we, and Williams can catch the ball. Personally, if Williams comes back, he's no person like Clyde Edwards-Helaire is no more than a, a, a four or five fifth round pick. But because of hype and because of name and because of what team he's on. Clyde edwards Lair is not passing the third round in any draft you're in. None. I don't care what you – he's not passing the third round in any draft, regardless of Williams play or not. None. I'm telling you. It's just because of the name and the team he's on. Yep. He's going to get picked in the third. He, he should be going fourth or fifth, but he will get picked he up won't in the third. Even be, he won't even be on my draft board. He's not on my draft board. But – if and, and let me give him – hey, listen. If I end up getting two or three top running backs – and he's on the board, I wouldn't mind touching him just to see what he's going to do. Because okay. I have solid running backs there. But he will not be my number one or my number two running back either. You know what I'm saying? But once again, for the guys that already got a number one and number two and itching to a number three, by, that, by, by the time you get to fourth or fifth, Hilaire's going to be gone, bro. Hilaire is going to be someone's second running back. And then whoever's going to get pick up Williams in the 13th round or 12th round is going to have a steal. <laughs> Because he's the one that's going to be doing getting all the production, all the, all the touchdowns, and all touchdowns the touchdowns, and healthy because he's been out for a yeah. year. You know what I'm saying? Right. So we yeah. got uh, Jacksonville Jaguars, huh? Yeah, I said no. I was saying let's talk about these big hitters coming up. Yeah, man, Jack <laughs> James Robinson, boy. Now he he see I'm a, I'm gonna give you James Robinson, Pete, because James went off. Yeah, James went off. I mean. I'm an idiot. I, I picked him up in one league and did not pick him up in another. I was saying you know, I'm an idiot. Yo, he's not going to let that one go, man. You know what's funny? Uh, ever, since I, ever since I started uh, playing fantasy football, like, what, five years now? Um, there's Out of the five years, about four of those years, there's always a guy. Uh, uh, normally, it's a rookie running back that no one, nobody forecasts. That if you dra- if you pick him up off a of free agency week one or week two, he normally really produces and and becomes like a top ten. Top a top ten, ten. Yeah, yeah, a difference, a difference maker, a difference maker. And I've noticed that since like my second season. So, uh, little secret of mine, I always look out for that. And I picked him up in one league, and in the other league, I just didn't want to drop uh, one player and and. I would have been in the playoff if I had him, you know, yeah. that league that I had him, I won in. So I'm a big fan of his. I think his production stays the same. Right. Um, the team is not going to really change much. They may get what um, they, they should get a decent quarterback. Nah, they're getting but, Lawrence, bro. Ain't no decent. Hey, it's Lawrence. Yeah. They're getting the top listen, quarterback, bro. This is probably the first year I'm sure about the first round pick. <laughs> like, Lawrence. It's Lawrence, bro. <laughs> if you let Lawrence right. go. If you let Lawrence go, it's and Lawrence. Lawrence go to another team like the Jets, because the Jets is not letting Lawrence pass. We have a problem on the And AFC. then the Jets perform out of their mind. I'm sorry, Urban Myers is getting fired next year. Yeah, easy. 
Easy. Mm-hmm. Urban Meyer's getting fired next year. Not that, like, I, w- I would fire him too. I yeah. would be like, yo, dude, you you suck. Let's go. I'm done. Yeah. I don't care so, how much he likes Justin Fields in Ohio. If Lawrence comes down to the AFC and just kills everybody and does well, he's fired. He's fired. Are he going I mean, on home? You guys are very high on Lawrence. Um, I'm not. I, listen, I'm I not high, very high. Bro. I'm high. I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. gummy bear high on Lawrence. Bro. I, I'm not. There's been a lot of there's a lot of there's been a lot of quarterbacks that's been hyped, Mitch Trubisky, that you know didn't produce, that hasn't produced. So. Listen, I don't know who was. Listen, I can tell you this: I've never been high on Trubisky. Listen, there's like we were just talking about certain teams and quarterbacks and college players, college teams like Alabama with their quarterbacks, North Carolina quarterbacks. Who? I'm not a fan. I don't know where the hype came up with Trubisky being so good because originally when he first was coming out, it was like, yo, he's a third round pick, fourth round, and then all of a sudden he had a good. Um, uh, home, uh, like home a playoff, game. like yeah. it's a playoff. It, it's it's like, whatever happened in that playoff run, like at the end of the co- college season. Yeah, everybody dude. Everybody just think like, oh my god, it's so like, yeah, bro. His I'm, pro I'm, day I'm, was okay. His pro day was good, and all of a sudden he went from a third rounder to a first rounder, and and not even just that, you went from a team giving everything away, all their future assets for him. I, I'm not a fan. And and uh, granted, when you see it, look at it. He was over Watson, bro. Patrick Mahomes. Crazy. Hey, let's move on to the next player. <laughs> Yo, so uh, we got, uh, you know, we Jonathan just talked about Jonathan Taylor, man. Uh, Jonathan Taylor had, what, 202 carries, 916 yards. I mean, with the, you know, just talking about who they just added on Carson Wentz out there, I think the guy's going to explode again for his sophomore year, even better than he did his rookie year. We were high on him from Wisconsin. You want to hear too. my prediction? You want to hear my prediction? What's up? And I don't predict much. Other than telling you who is not going to be good, that's so a I'm prediction. Gonna tell you, right, <laughs> what I'm saying, like, I'm going to predict positive. I, I should say I don't predict right. positive much. All right, I don't predict cool. Positive much. That's what I should say. All right. I usually predict negative. All right. <laughs> positive. Jonathan Taylor is a top five running. I agree. I agree with you on that. Top five. I agree with that. Yep. Top five running back. I agree with that. Our boy went out. Our boy went out. Yo, that that was that was him throwing the mic down. <laughs> so I agree with you that I mean I think Jonathan Taylor is going to have like a better season next year too um, right if any league that I'm in any league that I'm in he's somebody I'm looking for in the first round easy. I know you guys don't think that like he's a first round a late first round blah 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 anything after eight Jonathan Taylor is it yeah I'm, I'm telling yeah. you right now yeah uh, Jonathan, uh, he's a second to me he's second Second round. For me, I'll, I'll take him in the first. I'll take him in the late first from eighth on. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's good. I, I'll, I take him, I'll take him over Mixon. I'll take him yep. over Aaron Jones. I'll take him over. I, I'll take Jonathan Taylor over. Like, seriously. Because he's going to be that pound I for think, pound power back. I personally, like, the only running backs I wouldn't take him over. McCaffrey, Kamara. Cook, Barkley. Cook, Barkley. And Henry. And, and Henry. Yeah. Yeah. And Henry. Give me another one. Yeah, that's, that's it. it. That's all it's it is. Hell no. that's yeah, that's all it anybody is. Anybody else you give me, I'm going to tell you, like, no, yeah. I'll, I'll take Jonathan Taylor over there. Yeah. And he so, has a better line than all those guys. And he has, a better line, he has a better line than Barkley. He has a better line than Zeke. Yep. He has a better line. Yo, dude. So why he would and now he has a young quarterback that can actually pass the ball. Yep. Deep. T.Y. Hilton is not going nowhere. I don't care what anybody said. 
Yeah, I I think I agree with you on that. I think he's going to finish as a top five running back. Um, he's going to flourish. All right, let's go. Let's go with uh, Cam Akers with the Rams. Right, we saw in the beginning of the season he was not doing well. He is a tricky one, man. He ended up getting 124 carries, 591 yards, and this is all at the end of the year. What do you see next year? Now you got, you know, you got Stafford out there. Right, Stafford has played with running backs, but nobody great. I mean, the best running back Stafford had, we go from where, uh, what was his name? USC. We had him on our as a running back for the Dolphins before came out of yeah. USC. Ah, I can't remember his name right now, but um, but that was the best running back he had with him. You know what I mean? So, what do you think is going to happen with Cam Akers, though? Cam Hakers is going to take over the Rams' backfield. He's going to dominate the Rams' backfield. He's going to be a workhorse for the Rams. He's going to be a Todd Gurley-esque for the Rams. And um, I hate to tell you, like, it's going to be Jonathan Taylor and Cam Akers, like, right behind. <laughs> is that a bold prediction? That's a, that's a bold-ass prediction. Because, listen, that's, if, that's, it's one, that's bold, if, if it's one thing about the Rams' coach, right, he can scheme a running back up. You, Todd Gurley, year before he got there, Todd Gurley, like every no, everybody was like, no, we don't want Todd Gurley, right? You get to, Todd Gurley was drafted in most draft, like third or fourth round, right. right? He got there. Todd Gurley is a first rounder, first overall type type of guy, like number top three running back when he got there. And I think he recognized like Cam Akers' talent. Now that Brown is not there. Like Henderson is good, yeah. he's good, but, Akers, but Akers is the guy. But I, th- yeah, he realized if you look at the end of the um, last season, the twenty twenty season, they f- start featuring Cam Akers, and they're realizing, yo, Cam Akers is really good. And now they have a quarterback that the defense has to fear that can put the ball down the field in Stafford. Yo, Cam Akers is gonna eat. Yeah, Cam and, and the player I was talking about was Reggie Bush. He hasn't had a top running back since Reggie Bush. Yeah, uh, so is- I think it's gonna be a great sophomore year too. Man. So there's a lot of. There's too much running back by committees in the NFL. Um, that's my fear with this, this situation. In the right round, I will gamble on a Cam Akers, but I will not reach for him. What round? Honestly, I have to be in a predicament and see what I'm left with, but I'm not reaching for him. Um, I would. We're going to talk about DeAndre Swift. I would take DeAndre Swift over Cam Akers. All right. Well, let's, just, All right. let's jump on DeAndre then. Let's jump on DeAndre. All right, I, I have a difference of opinion on All right. that front. And I, I'm going to explain to you why. I like Akers I, over DeAndre, to be honest. I like Akers over DeAndre Swift. And this is why. All right, so for me, Cam Akers, they see what Cam Akers can do at the end of the season last year. And if you notice, they actually started to feature Cam Akers at the end of the season last year. And he even came out and said, oh, my God, Cam Akers, he, he underestimate what Cam Akers can do. And he's like, and just how he schemed players, he's, no, he's, he's like a Shanahan. The running backs are going to get the ball no matter what. Right. With, on the other hand, there's absolutely nothing around Swift. They, as a matter of fact, if you think about it right now, they have zero, zero wide receiver. Other than So No, 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 no. No, no, no. You have to think about it this way. They have no wide receiver other than Cephas. Cephas is really a third, like a Third, number three wide receiver, fourth wide receiver right now. He's a r- rookie from last year. He's not, you know, he's, he's not acclimated to the league. I'm not saying he's not great. But if you look at it like this, though, 
they have no wide receivers, so nothing for defense to fear down the field. So you can do one and one with your corners and stack the box on yeah. Swift. Yeah, because because just like just, yeah, Galladay is gonna is Galladay is gone. Marvin Jones is gone. You know what I mean? So there is no receivers out there. Yeah, Amendola is gone. There's no like this coach is starting from brand brand new. All you yeah, got, got your they hope got is money and picks. Yeah, but your hope but at the end of the day, but they ain't got nothing for this year. Yeah, they're not spending it this year. Yeah, but they want to go. All you got is right And then you got golf. You got golf and Swift. And that's why the volume is going to be there for Swift. No, I don't think so. Yeah, the volume may be there, though. Carries-wise. He's not going to get touchdowns or yards. I am not discounting that the carries is going to be there. The volume is going to be there. But the volume can be there with a block, a building block, a wall. Yeah. Still not eight, eight to nine people in front of it, like you know, in the box. Eight, like the box is stacked up. Yeah, you can get all the carries you want, but you can't. You're not going anywhere with it. Yeah. So we, I mean, we broke down Swift. Golf. So we, we feel like Swift golf. is. They don't fear golf. They don't fear any of your wide receivers on the field. What the hell? Well, like, yeah, you can give Swift a hundred carries, but if everybody's up front, Swift ain't got nowhere to go, bro. Nowhere. So I mean, as far as acres go. He's going to have a dominant sophomore year. As far as Swift goes, I think he's going to go downhill. I think because think, yeah, of the team I that think, he's currently on right now. I don't know what the team is going to look like because it's really not going to look like early nothing. out. You know, but if they don't get wide receivers that people fear, man, like our you know, it's golf, bro. <laughs> let's go. Let's go into uh, the last running back, which is the Dolphins' running back, um, seventh round pick, Miles Gaskins, last year rookie. You know what I mean? Uh, we're even looking at, like, he had a great season. We felt like he had a great season last year. He beat out Howard. He beat out uh, the other running back that came out from Breda. Uh, Breda from 49ers. But all we've been talking about is Dolphins getting a running back either in the draft or going after Aaron Jones or in this today's news, he, he was, you know, we may be going after James Conner. Do we see Gaskins falling out now because of the fact that, hey, you bring Aaron Jones in there. He played well with Williams, but... Gaskin is somewhat not, not somewhat of a Williams. I mean, he can catch the ball. He can. He has speed. You see the last couple of games that he played in. He, you know, I think it was a forty-yard touchdown. Do we see his production going down? All right, for me, we're in the Dolphins today, repping. <laughs> um, listen, personally, I don't think they need a running back. There was absolutely nothing that Gaskin did last year that I should I, like. I should just dismiss him like he can't play. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? He did what he needed to do with a soft line, and he was still performing. And even, I forgot his name, the backup that came in um, after he oh, yeah. went down. Oh, yeah. Ahmad. Ahmad, yeah. yeah. Ahmad, Ahmad performed. Yeah, too. he performed too. So yeah. you have those two. Dude, they're capable. Yeah. They're capable. They're capable. They're capable. Why am I going to spend $13 million on it? Put that $13 million on the line. Yeah, get, I agree. Get, get a couple of uh, offensive linemen. To make that hole bigger for these guys. Yeah, these that guys. I agree with. You have two young running backs that can be a smasher. I personally think the Dolphins does not need a running back. You get that offensive line too big, you pay get that the, money out yeah, there. Yeah, get the offensive line good and get another wide receiver, and we're good, bro. We're what do you think, Pete? What do you think? And then beef up both lines, both the offensive line and defensive line. Yep. And I'm telling you, get a couple of pass rushes on the defense. Beef up the um, beef up the, the the offensive line, and I'm telling you, that's what the Dolphins needs. Because I'm telling, we have the corners already. Yeah, you saw what we did, Xavier. 
You're my dude, yeah, man. Yeah, my, You're my dude. X is, X is the man, yo. X is the man. <laughs> I'm telling you, dog. Xavier, hey, man. I think he may be the best corner in the league. Yeah, he is. He, he's my favorite Dolphin player right now. And we got to pay him. Right we got to pay him, too, because he got to stay. What do we think? What do you think, P? Miles Gaskins, you no, feel I, the same I, thing? I, um, I don't think you really need a running back. I would definitely uh, – you need, like, one more pass catcher. One more. Oh, yeah, we need a pass uh, receiver, yeah. And then I would spend all that money on, like Ren said, the offensive and the defensive. All right, cool. All right, let's go ahead and get it to halftime, man. Right? We got – over the weekend, we didn't even mention that we watched the NBA All-Stars game, right, over the weekend. Uh, usually it's a weekend – Scenario Friday, Saturday, Sunday type of event. Yeah, right. it's like a one day. One day. Um, I mean, I get it. It's COVID. Um, I enjoyed it thoroughly. Like, I know you guys are saying that no defense was being played. I'm okay with I, the no. I mean, it's 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 always every year. It's yeah. an exhibition game. Yeah, it's an uh, exhibition. So game. I enjoyed it. I enjoy these guys, you know, being dudes. Because if I meet you guys on the court or anywhere, I'm I, that's how I'm gonna act. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna play you hard and try to. Yeah, we're chilling. We're having a fun. I'm gonna, show, I'm gonna show you what I can throw up. You're gonna show me what you can throw up. You know what I mean? Yo, part of Steph Curry, man. Like that dude. Truth. <laughs> Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard too, too, man. Listen, Damian Lillard too. That boy's just pulling up from half court. Bro. Half court, just like putting him down, man. And, and, and even the skills competition, like the dunk competition. Yeah. Eh. The three-point competition I like. Yeah, I Seth is a man, that, I, bro. I, I used to love the dunk competition, and then like the three-point competition, just like actually the suspense this, is more, is better with that. Yes, yeah. because the competition is there. But yeah, competition the last there. dunk competition was pretty good, though. We gotta admit. Yeah, 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 that, that one, one last yeah. year. The one with the, yeah with the whole voting and all that stuff. It was a good dunk competition, but in the years for the past few years, because of so much three-point shooting. And the stars go into the three-point shooting contest. It's been the better contest. Listen, this contest was dope, right? Seth is the man all around, my dude. Like you were, you were looking, you were watching TV like deep into the screen, and you're like, "Yo, Seth is gonna get these two points. Yo, he's gonna win yeah. this match. He's he gonna get one thirty. More and he hit the free. And it's funny. Shout out to Mike Collin. Mike oh Collin. yeah, bro. He came out. He did. He did his thing, man. He really did, man. Yeah, I thought he out. had it, but listen, I, I, mean, nah, I was bro. like, "Damn!" Listen, there's I, no wait, thoughts. No, wait, it was when Seth. It, when it came down to like Steph Curry on that last, tri- I was like, "Oh, M-G. corner shot. He's done. It's done." You know what? You know what I realize in the sports in general. When you're playing with nothing to lose, you play much better. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Way better. My boy, hey, my boy said, listen, I, last year. that boy like, said, yo, I, I walked yeah, into the... Like, yo, I ain't got nothing to lose. I'm just going to play ball. That boy said, yeah. I walked into the uh, the locker room. I just wanted to know who was playing for second. <laughs> That's so bad. That's bad, yo. And he came out. Listen, we saw Connolly and oh, I forgot the other gentleman that was out of Utah. They both got up like, yeah, Connolly got this. He won. And Steph just broke it down to him like, yo, I'm the man. I'm the yeah. three-point guy. Ain't nobody. I came out of retirement after winning to come back and let y'all boys know this is my award. This is for me. You know what I mean? So, that, that, yo, Seth is fire, man. Even the All-Star game, yo, Seth and CP3 dunking. That yeah. was dope. You know what I'm saying? Seth making threes all over the place. Damon Littered making the last three on Dame time to let him know that's, this is 170. And even just that, man, the, the LeBron James pick. You know, his whole squad was just fire. Won all four quarters. You know what I'm saying? That, Honestly, that man, I thought I thought the squad, like 
at introduction, at introduction, at introduction, I thought the squads were pretty even until the game started. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, knew, I knew they weren't even. Bro. Yo, I, I knew they weren't even. Yeah, but it was just the way that they played. It, it, it looked like the East was just playing around. And the West was like, I mean, um, LeBron's team was just like, no, nah, we're we, we going to play. We're going to play this. The, the thing about LeBron's team, like, the East team had killers, but these guys. Durant's team, yeah. LeBron's team had assassins. Like, yeah. You yeah. put LeBron, Greek Freak, Steph, and Dame Lillard on one team. <laughs> That's a problem. You're for a long night. Yeah, bro. you're on for a long night, bro. And, and even Greek the Freak, man, he went 16 for 16. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Won the MVP that game, the All Star MVP, the Kobe Bryant Award. Like, yo, Greek, sixteen for sixteen, my dude. Yeah. Hey, how do you guys feel about them um, putting Kobe on the um, NBA uh, logo? I like it. I like it. I think it's just for the new generation. I think at yeah. the end of the day, I can't remember who the gentleman is. Like, he's from. He used to play with the Lakers. Um, who's that? That's the NBA logo from the gentleman that played yeah. for the Lakers. I cannot remember his name right now. Uh, but he's like a general manager or something like that with the Lakers organization. But um, I like the Kobe Bryant. I, I like that. It's new generation. Everybody looked at Kobe, looked at Mike, looked at you know LeBron's still playing. But I think he'll, I think he's the best player to be on there right now. Right yeah, now. because of, yeah, because of Kobe memory and what he meant to the league and yeah. how he had. He's really he was a true ambassador of the league, man. To both he, leagues, bro. WNBA right. and, and, and just, the NBA. And just how he turned, you know, turned his image and turned, you know, his motivation and his work ethics, I think is a great idea. Um, I thought about, it's so funny, I, I, when I first heard about them thinking about changing the logo for a Kobe logo and, um, and possibly a Jordan logo, I was like, damn, it's a Jordan logo. Yo, it's ridiculous. Detroit Pistons, yeah. Detroit Pistons <laughs> is just pissed all the way around, bro. It would be <laughs> ridiculous. Can you think it, it – can you, Think about think about it for a second. If it's the Jumpman logo, at Yo, this point, Jordan, you couldn't afford like Jordan like yeah. Jordan shoes at all. Yeah, you can't yeah, afford it anymore. Yeah, but yeah I, it's I, on I, a different I, level. I literally so iconic. The marketing you know? about it. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, it's a different level, it, and it, the brand itself is crazy already. The branding, the branding on Jordan shoes. If you have a Jordan shoes, just take it off, put it in the box, and, and they call it a day. I'm telling you, <laughs> you're probably going to be able to buy a house from. Just call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> in a few years. Yeah, man. So that's how I looked at that, man. <laughs> Yo, so let's get into the third and fourth quarter, man. We're going to talk about all the receivers out there. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, man. So that's a lot. I mean, listen, we can talk about the easiest one, which is to me Donovan Peoples-Jones, who came out of Michigan last year, stepped in for OBJ with the Cleveland Browns, man. I like the kid as a slot. You like this guy, though. I like this guy. I like this guy as a slot receiver, man. I really like this guy. I like the guy, man. This dude's like 6 2 Six two six three, big body. Um, you got a big body that goes into the towards the middle slant, everything like that. I mean, he's a great pick because Landry is good, but when you got a a guy that no one knows about, right? He can do a lot of damage. He can do a lot of damage, and I, I like to do it. And I, I don't. I think he's gonna have a better a sophomore year than he did his rookie year, especially when OBJ comes back in because all the attention is gonna go to Landry, all the attention is gonna go to OBJ, and you got one good player. That's you know getting to that next level. That's gonna get that ball, and I think they still have an issue with tight ends. I don't feel like I don't feel I don't share the same sentiment. You yeah. Do you see? Yeah. yeah. All right. So you see how you're saying it's gonna go to Landry, and it's gonna go to um, 
you know, it's going to go to OBJ. Right. And then you have Hooper in the middle, right? Well, you and got like three have, tight ends over and there, then, bro. And then you have Kareem Hunt, right? And then you have Nick Chubb. Nick you got Chubb, Nick right? Chubb. You got Bryant. You got so many people out there. And then your Yo, DNA is to run. Yeah. Right. My peoples ain't getting nothing. <laughs> yeah. My peoples ain't getting nothing. Right? You feel me? Like, Yo, he was good because of OBJ. OBJ out. But when OBJ gets back, people, you ain't going to hear about the peoples, man. At, like, at all. That's real talk for me. Like, I, I, peoples is not on my radar. He's not even a, like a, a late round pick or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. He, He's definitely not if a I have OBJ, pickup. Maybe I handcuff him. Like, you know, no. I handcuff OBJ with him. No. Other than. He's just a handcuff pick, man. Like, I think he's going to be a soft... I think he's going to do well, but he's not for me as far as picking him up like on a fantasy lineup. No, that's not happening. I'm not drafting okay, him or anything okay. like that. I'm not saying that at all. I think he's going to have a better season than he had before, but it's not a fantasy lineup for me. Sadly, he's a sophomore, but I think it's not necessarily his skills, which why he won't perform. It's his, it's the opportunity. Yeah. It's opportunity. It's the team. It's the DNA of the team. Yeah. It's Baker Mayfield. OBJ doesn't even look like OBJ, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I got you. Yeah, so we got uh, CD Lamb, Dallas Cowboys. We saw what he did uh, with uh, Dak, without Dak, a little bit. Uh, Red Robin over there, um, but whatever you want to call him, I think we got like five different names for him. But what do we think? Not a CD Lamb. We think CD Lamb is going to have a great season next year. Or this year coming up, a sophomore season. I'm I'm on board with CD Lamb, especially when Dak is back. Yeah, I think he progresses. Um, 109 targets last year, 74 receptions, just under a thousand yards, and Dak was out for most of it. So um, I think CD Lamb is the future pass catcher of of uh, Dallas Dallas for years to come. Yeah, you agree. I agree with the same. I, I agree with you. Uh, personally, man, this is how I th- see the, the, the Cowboys being structured. I think they're got they going to get rid of Cooper. They're going to figure out a way to get rid of yeah, Cooper. He's, Even he's if they have to eat half of the contract or something to get him away. He's but, I, I, yeah, I think Cooper is going to definitely get detraded. Um, C.D. Lamb, though, C.D. Lamb is going to be, you know, arguably like a wide receiver one, wide receiver two next year because uh, with Dak being back and if Dak played a full season – He's going to be a, a major focus for Dak. Uh, Dak was actually featuring him pretty pretty well before he left. Before he left? I think, I think yeah, he was featuring him pretty well before he left. I see our boy just got you know connected out there. But I think CeeDee Lamb is going to have a good season with that. I think Cooper's going to be out. Um, I, I lost you there, bro. What you were saying? Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I got you back. All yeah. right. No, I was saying, yeah, before before you left, uh, Dak was featuring uh, CD Lamb, and then with, and he was featuring CD Lamb without an off season. So right. now he he's gonna have an off season with this dude. He's gonna know his tendencies. He's gonna know his routes and all that stuff. How quick he cuts his routes and all that stuff, dude. CD Lamb, arguably wide receiver two next year. Easier. Yeah. All right. So we got uh, ha, my boy Justin Jefferson. You know what I mean? Thank God I ain't listening to nobody by trading Your peoples. Him. My peoples. Just ah, <laughs> Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson, man. Whew. Monster year, man. Monster, Monster year. year. What do you I'm I'm glad I ain't trade him to you, Cam or Dre. Happy about that, bro. Bro, um, <laughs> can we have a show? Like, I'm gonna say this right now. Yeah. Can we have a show fantasy? What, what could have been? Fantasy trades that you never took. Right? <laughs> 
Well, you got a lot of them, bro. Yeah, you got a lot of them, bro. Oh my god, that was I. I went through the 2020 season thinking about that one trade. I'm, I don't care about any other trade. I don't care about any pickups or anything like that. That one trade that I was getting Justin Jefferson for nothing at the beginning. Granted, it was the it was in the beginning season. It was the beginning before he even played the game. Yeah. Yep. So. Granted, uh, I, I give you that, but damn, that boy was—that boy <laughs> balled the hell, hell out. Yeah, like, yeah, I can't even express how good that dude was. Justin Jefferson, like, ranks six amongst all wide receiver yep. in PPR leagues, right? Six, six on for fire. A rookie. The dude was fire, bro. The dude was on fire. More powers to him. I only see him improving in, in 2021. Yeah. Uh, I think I think the boy is going to be fire. He's going to be like a top five. Easy. If they play the same way, uh, I think he's going to be, yeah. I think he's easily can be a top five, top ten uh, wide receiver in the league. Yeah. First I round, I second round wide receiver. Early second round wide receiver. Uh, so, um, I don't think, per, yeah, he's real early second yeah, round. Yeah, really early second round. Uh, we got Chase Claypool, man. We obviously had some issues with Chase last year in fantasy. Kind of hurt me on a 50-point game. He did well, though, in the touchdown department. He had nine touchdowns, um, just short of 900 yards, and he saw over over 103 targets. So he's definitely serviceable. All right. Do you think he's going to improve with Ju- Juju? Juju maybe out the door. Juju's going to be out, not maybe. Yes. Juju's going to be out All right. Um, that's why they restructured Ben contract. Yeah, exactly. Who do you think is going to be the they guy? Need, they need they need a running back. They're going to get that in the draft, and they're going to need they need you know they need other help other other places. Uh, for me, Claypool. I'm going to say this is my bold bold prediction. Claypool will be the number one wide receiver on that team. And over I'm Washington. To yes, I'm going no. to say over Deontay Johnson. Deontay, Deontay Johnson, Johnson. I'm sorry, yeah. Deontay Johnson. Not James Washington. Deontay. Even though even though Ben has shown his love. For Deontay Johnson this year, Deontay Johnson is the number one wide receiver in drops this year. It was yo, I saw, Listen I literally saw multiple games that Ben got super frustrated with Deontay Johnson because he can't catch the ball, and I think that is going to play a role in Ben switching to Claypool come twenty twenty one. He's going to be if if first two or three games. Deontay Johnson is still dropping balls. Claypool is going to be Ben's focus. I'm, I'm, he's going to be the guy. He's going to be the guy. And I no, and I, I agree with him. Claypool is a big body. The boy can run. The boy can block out a corner. Yeah. Like if you watch him last year, like he, yo, he straight up like block out corners and get his, you know, yeah. go up and he, get he those gets balls. His balls yeah. And Ben with an off season with this dude. Is going to be sick. And I think this dude, he's a prima donna. He's going to be like an Antonio Brown. I already saw that in him. Yeah. But, hey, if you can play, you can play. I don't, that one I, year, I'm two not, year, I'm, he's going to be great. But well, that, that third year, that third year, he's going to be Brown. Is, for me, Claypool is going to go in the third or fourth this year. Uh, maybe fifth. Uh, but I don't think he's going to make it. Like, if Claypool passed the third round this year, it's going to be crazy. I don't, I, I don't think he's going to pass him fourth round in fantasy drafts. All right, and uh, I don't think he is too. I'm definitely going after him, especially with Juju gone. Yeah, no, I'm going after him, Bob. Bro. I'm he's going definitely after him. a target. Yeah, I'm he's, going after. He's him. definitely a target for me too. I, I'm telling you that. I, I usually don't disclose my targets, but yeah, he's definitely a target. For me. And it, 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 matter of fact, since he started talking about Claypool, we got one guy that we actually didn't put on there, 
uh, which just confirmed he is his sophomore year with Pittman, right? It's Pitt, Pittman's going on his sophomore year. So with Carson out there now, with a great defense back there, offensive, um, you know, you got an offensive line, you got running backs there. With Pittman there, T.Y. Hilton there, and I think they got Pascal there. Do you think Pittman's going to have a great season? I think Pittman will be the guy if they don't get someone else. So um, Pittman showed spurts that he could be a number one guy, and I think Wentz is going to have a massive year. And with that said, he needs a, 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 a receiver catching the ball on the, on, the, on the fly. So I think Pittman is going to be that guy. Uh, for me, man, I would be lying if I tell you I know. I don't know. I don't have any feelings about it. I don't know who Wentz is going to be drawn to because Wentz yeah, They don't got gener- a tight end. Right. Wentz generally draws to the tight ends, right? He draws to the tight ends or he runs it. And um, and he may draw to the wide receivers as well because if you look at um, Forgham last year, yep. he really played well with Forgham, right? Yep. Um, but the thing that I'm worried about in the on the Colts is as you say, uh, see, there's no tight end. I know they're probably gonna pick up a tight end, Everett, or somebody like that. A Hunter, Smith. If they can get Hunter Henry, Woo, Hunter Henry problem. wants too much money. He wants 13 mil, and I don't think he deserves it. Yeah. A tight end's position. Um, so if they can get like uh, uh, like a Janu Smith for like I don't know, like an eight, you know, seven or eight million dollars, I think that would be a better fit. And I think right there. Um, that's where Wentz are going to focus on a lot and T.Y. Hilton that's going down the field. Because I think Wentz always want to pass the ball down the field, but guess what? Deshaun Jackson was never okay. Yeah. And guess what? Oh, that crap of a wide receiver and Alshon Jeffrey was never okay. Never, like, never there. <laughs> dude, I can't tell a lot. When was the last time he played? I, I don't know. I, 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 no, I, even if you tell me, I'll... I, yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah. But yeah, that dude... Those 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 guys just were never there for Wentz. So I think having a T.Y. Hilton, Pittman, yo, Pittman could be the focal point. I'm not knocking Pittman. I just don't know. I, just, I, I sincerely It's going to be either him or T.Y. Know. And I think it's right. going to be more T.Y. I, I, because T.Y. Right. has that Fulgrim type of This is where those speed. preseason games are going to be super important. Yeah. So I, I think I'm, I'm going with T.Y. I like Pittman. I think he's going to have a better season than he had last year. But I think T.Y. is going to have even a more better season. I think, you know, because just looking at what he did with Jackson out there, with Deshaun Jackson before he got hurt again, you know, yeah. Fulgrim, as we were just talking about, what he did, he likes those speedy receivers that can beat the corners, and that's T.Y.'s game. And that was a problem with Phillip Rivers. He, he couldn't get that ball to him. And when he started to do that, that it was already too late. That was just trying to, you know, win in the playoffs or, you know, making the playoffs and so on like that. So I, I like T.Y. for this one here. Um, we got uh, T. Higgins, Cincinnati Bengals. I know we kind of talked about that with Burrow situation, but what do you think? Better year as long as we can get the offensive line together, defense together, or you think it's just going to be a mediocre season like he did last year? No, I think he's going to have a better year. Um, 908 uh, receiving yards, uh, just over 100 targets and 67 receptions. I think he's going to – he could possibly be the focal point, man. Um, Joe Burrow, I think, is an explosive um, quarterback. Um, I think T. Higgins is more of that. He has a body. He has, you know, he's 6'4", 215. He, he bigger body than, than, than Tyler Boyd. So I think he's going to be that go-to receiver. Okay. 
What do you think, B? All right, for me, man, uh, T. Higgins is going to be the number number one slot or one A, one B with Tyler Boyd on that team. Uh, the reason why I say that is, as as PJ just stated, over nine hundred yards with no with your number one quarterback out. So with your quarterback coming back, why wouldn't you be over a thousand yard season? Thousand yards. I mean, there's there's absolutely no reason why you shouldn't be over a thousand yard season, right? Easy. So I think T. Higgins is going to be a real focal point for that offense, uh, um, a real dominant force in that offense with Tyler Boyd. Um, and, and personally, man, sad to say, I wouldn't be shocked if he overshadowed Tyler Boyd as the number one wide receiver in that offense. I don't. Th- I think so too. I think even last year we looked at Tyler Boyd. I know he had some injuries there here and there, but it looked like Tyler Boyd wasn't in sync with Barrow last year, and it was more about T at that point. Higgins was like more in sync with him. He, Higgins was like that focal point. He was like, yo, that's my receiver. That's my quarterback. They were good. And I, to a point, I, I felt like Tyler Boyd wasn't going to be on the team for long either. Right. But I, I think, you know, I think it's it's a good duo with both of them on there. So, um, yeah. But I do think, you know, sophomore-wise, Higgins is going to have a good year. Um, one of the guys that we thought that was going to explode last year, right? Jerry Judy? Oh, uh, uh, No. Nah, we we gonna get to Haitian Zell. Yeah, we gonna get to the Zell. Henry Ruggs. I, I'm talking about Henry Ruggs, man. Henry, Henry. We thought Henry Ruggs was gonna be explosive with the Raiders because Henry has a quarterback with Derek Carr. Like, I don't think it's Carr. I think it's more of coaching now than than anything. It is coaching. It's coaching. For me, it's coaching and Darren Waller is the one who exploded. <laughs> but yes, Darren exploded, but. You still, I would still would have saw Henry Ruggs getting the ball most of the times. So, I mean, you know what I mean. So, what happened? I, he's I, a speedster, though. I personally think this is a trust issue. What, let me explain with, to with you Carr why. and Ruggs yeah. or coaching? Yeah, uh, Carr with Ruggs. Um, he's familiar with Waller. He keep passing the ball to Waller, and that's why Waller did what Waller did. Did. Um, for me, Ruggs is actually a good wide receiver. He was injured for part of the year. Um, but it's just, I, again, no, there's no offseason. I feel like him and Edwards this year, Edwards is in his sophomore year as well. I mean, granted, they didn't play much last year because of injuries and all that stuff. Carr wasn't familiar with them. Every yeah. time Carr is, Carr is trying to build a rapport with them, what happened? They're injured or they're not going to play or limited or all, all that gra- stuff. So, I personally think that Ruggs is going to be a really – he's going to be a sleeper this year. I really think with the offseason, him and Carr getting on the same page is going to be a true sleeper this year. There's a reason why he was the first wide receiver pick in that draft. They have a role for him. They know what they want to do with him. It's just a matter they didn't have an offseason yeah. to really implement all those things that they wanted to do. John Gruden didn't get that opportunity to do what he needed to do. And I think this year with this offseason, a lot of people are like they need wide receiver. They need. I don't really think they. I don't really think they need wide receiver. They I probably need one. Like they probably go get like a Corey Davis. I, I know Corey Davis. Is uh, but I think. I think they but got they you know buddy veteran. They need one veteran. They have Waller. They meet, they have these two uh, sophomore players, yep. and Ruggs and Edwards, and yep. I because they already got rid of uh, Tyrell Williams. Yeah, so it's gonna be really it's gonna be a really really good nucleus with the tight. They already have the tight end. They already have the running back. They just need to you know they need to figure out defense. Firm up, 
and they need to f- figure out the defense. I'm not even worried about the defense, but I'm, I'm saying on the, on the offensive side of it, or where fantasy relevance comes into play, I think they have the weapons. It's just a matter of they need that offseason to go ahead and implement what John Gruden wanted to do. What well, one is interesting too, just getting off of the wide receivers for a little bit. They traded Trent Brown back to the New England Patriots, so that big left tackle there is it going to affect Derek Carr from getting that ball down the field? That protection is it going to affect Josh Jacobs actually running that ball in fantasy? Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think so, man. I think I think they're going to go in the draft and they're going to they're going to figure they're going to figure out, out get tackles out. and everything. Yeah. All right, so our last one, man, we got Zoe. Jerry Judy, Denver Broncos. See what I'm saying? Zoe, Zoe, Zoe. Zoe. You know Jerry I mean? the like, Zoe Judy, huh? Yo, Jerry the Zoe Judy, man. Look, look, man, dude, I've I've watched about, about 15 videos of this guy's footwork. The guy's footwork is crazy off the line. All right, it's insane. You know what? You know what? See, I'm, I'm going to let you go first. You going to let me market this with you? Go ahead and hit a couple of points that you're not gonna like. So I'm gonna let you go with this. Listen, go ahead. And I know I, the exact points you're gonna hit too. I'm, I'm going to. I'm going to be real. I'm going to be real. Go I like Jerry. Um, okay. Problem is, is that the quarterback issue. Yep. Is 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 a big problem. So no matter how quickly Jerry gets off that line, how his cuts are so great, he gets off the there's defender. There's there's the quarterback. What's the second problem? Wrench or no, Cortland Sutton. Oh yeah, defense wise, it's ding, done. Ding, 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 <laughs> oh, Cortland Sutton on the on the wide receiver side, yeah, one hundred percent. Cortland comes back, it's done. It's hey, done. you know what that team is though? That team is a quarterback. Just away from away from anything. But think about that. It's always been like that. He's been trying to fill in. John Elway has been trying to fill in quarterbacks for the longest, even before Peyton Manning. After Peyton Manning, he's just been trying to. Fill it in. Like, yo, this is the type of quarterback that we need. He's been looking for a quarterback that's just like him or just like Peyton Manning to, to play in this offense. And it's like, bro, you need to draft a real quarterback. You need to All do right. whatever you need to do to get a real quarterback. He right. may for have me, that opportunity they're, this year. They're, are, they're really and truly a quarterback away from being a top performing in the league. So if I were them, I would definitely pursue Deshaun Jackson. Uh, Deshaun Watson. Nah, they're not going to do that. They ain't got your capital. Nah, that, that, that's exactly what they're doing. They're they're willing to mortgage the, the entire defense to get Deshaun. <laughs> I'm, I'm letting you know right now. I'm letting, listen, they don't need anything on offense. No, nothing. Nothing. You feel me? And, like, Tight ends Lock, are good. Drew Lock, line is good. Everything he needs, and he's just not living up to it. He he just not good. He's just not good. Right. <laughs> he got everything so, he needs. He's just not so good. So my my take on Jerry Judy because that's what we're doing, right? Talk yep. So Jerry, this is the thing I don't like about Jerry, and you probably miss the stats. Jerry Judy had the second most drops in the league, yep. right behind Deontay Johnson. Yep. <laughs> but who's his quarterback? Luck. Luck is not a great quarterback. He can't get the balls I to him. Do yeah. not blame nope. it on Luck, bro. No, nope. we're not going to blame it on Luck. Are Jerry you serious? Judy, Yo, Jerry Judy averaged only nine fantasy points. Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. You know, was bad. you know, he finished as wide receiver forty-five. Do we? But and, do you believe? And now, whoa, whoa, and now Cortland Sutton is back. back? It's yeah. gonna be a problem, Bruh. Bruh. It's gonna be a problem. I'm sorry, man. I don't think he's better than Sutton. No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think he's Yo, better than Sutton. I tell you this: if they don't get a quarterback, if they go into the season with Drew Lock. 
Drew Lock is going to feature Sutton all game. He's going to feature Sutton because Sutton can run that long ball and Drew Lock like to pass it. Yeah. Jerry Judy now is like, he's a swifty guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's a cut. In the middle. He's a cut. His route running, phenomenal. Phenomenal. The dude can run a route like there's no, yo, I've watched tape. I've watched tape on this dude. Phenomenal. But the two things that he has to worry about is one, his drops. Two, is the fact that Sutton is coming back. So that's why I'm not as high on Jerry Judy in the second year like I would normally would with a second year player that performed. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Same thing with you? Yeah. Man, you good? You good? We want to do our shout outs. You know what I'm saying? That's the end of the show. Jerry Judy was the last person. What's good? Let's do some bold predictions on, on what we talked about. All right. Um, what do we do? What do we want to do bold predictions already, on? I already did my bold prediction within the show. What do we do with our bold predictions on? The end of it, I, I said my bold prediction. All right. What's your bold prediction for free agency then? Bold? No, no, no. Let's, let's hear uh, PJ's bold prediction. On the, the I don't even remember what yours was, but my bold prediction is that Chase Claypool finishes as, as a top eight receiver. Okay, I told you, Chase Claypool is finishing with Deontay Johnson. That's yeah. one of my bold predictions. Yeah. My second bold prediction is that Jonathan Taylor finishing top five. My other bold prediction is Cam Akers finishing top ten. So I've been I've been dropping bold prediction nuggets all year, all, like all show, all show. Yeah, I like that. Um, I got a bold prediction as far as Chicago Bears. There's they they franchise tag Jefferson, and they're still not going to get a quarterback. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, sorry, uh, Allen Robinson, and they still not going to get a quarterback. That's my bold prediction. All that talks, they still not going to get a quarterback. Uh, Denver Broncos will get their quarterback in the draft. Um, Aaron Jones, unfortunately and fortunately, will be a Miami Dolphin, and we end up going to spend money on Galladay. Those are my yeah. bolds. <laughs> uh, no, that's what you I, want. So, I, I really hope. I'm hoping. Fingers crossed. The Dolphins do not waste money on. Them. I hope they there's don't. Something there's something about Galladay that we don't. Need. Yeah, I hope they don't. But no, we do I think know. They he needs surgery on his. He head. needs surgery on his. He head. needs yeah. surgery on his. We head. know it. And, we know it. And dude, and that's why they didn't franchise him because they know. They know. And that's why they didn't put him on uh, IR the whole season. Like they know exactly what they're hoping to get this big big payday on 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 this dude. Yeah, they know. I, I'm not a I'm not a fan because I know that's what's gonna happen. I'm hoping, you know, we don't go after him on there e- e- either. You know, because it's, it, we go after him because it's cheaper. But I'm hoping that you know we get another receiver out there. I even like Curtis Samuel out there for just for a cheap. Yeah, money out there. I agree. I, I like agree. Curtis Samuel. I agree. I agree. Bold you know prediction: I mean? uh, Tua turns C into a believer. Lock a cold toast on that. One. <laughs> <laughs> Like a cold toast on that vibe, boy. Yeah, that's right that's there. that's ooh, that's strong, bro. That's strong. <laughs> so that that all right, all right. So let's let's do a bet. No, oh, no, I'm not doing that bet. Never mind. Never mind. Uh, I'm good. No, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I'm saying if uh, there's two things I don't like. First, I don't like Tua, and then I don't like the number he has. So I hate the number one jerseys. But I'm saying if he turns me into a believer, I'll Did go just- get a jersey. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not right, doing let's, do it. let's do the shout-outs, man. Let's do the shout-outs. My shout-out is to the fans. Hey, my sincere apology, fans. It's a result of me being sick while we're not in the studio tonight. And <laughs> a 
I'm gonna put that out there, you know, with the climate we're in, with COVID and all that stuff. It, we just thought it was best to just like yeah, do, man. The, do the show individually. Plus, I'm, I ain't I trying get, to get sick, yo. I ain't trying to get no cold. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm, so, so, I'm good, good on that, yeah. Too much so of that. I've been drinking too much of that island tea that we got that we say that is curing COVID too. So. <laughs> But we've been good with COVID though. Yeah. We've been we we've been on every show and everything like that. You know what I mean? But yeah, I don't think I have COVID. I, I literally just feel like it's a cold. You know I mean? that's still around, right? They still, they, dude. I got like Mother Nature still make that, right? Still happen. Yeah, yeah, cold still happen. Mother, yeah. Mother Nature still make that, right? Dude, like cold. Yeah. Dude, Plus, I got like every cold. Every symptom for cold is COVID. Dude, I got like two now, gallons now, of you haven't heard me medicine, bro. On this I, entire show at all. Dude, <laughs> I got two gallons of island medicine that supposedly cures COVID that I have to drink every day, bro. <laughs> hey, hey, you're well, healthy, man. So that's island the important people, part. It's, it's working until it doesn't work. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yo, well, shout outs, man. Keep believing. Peace. Shout outs, my dude. Shout outs. What's good? Um, shout out to the ladies that came on the show on yes. the last show. Um, yeah, dope, dope. Um, with the movies and stuff like that. Shout out to them for, you know, their participation. And we'll probably no. have something like that coming up, you know. Yeah. Can, I say, can I say this? I know Camille watched the boys, bro. She, I know she watched it. But, yo, can I say this? So that show set off like a whole other <laughs> level of... <laughs> Of other things, <laughs> of other things, of other things, because um, because every everybody that you know they watch football, you know, not not as religious like how we do or yeah. most most people does that listen to the show, they watch football casually, and they saw that it was like oh oh. When do I get the opportunity? Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? I've been getting that question from left to right. I've, I've had multiple people ask me that same question. It's like, yo, okay. Oh, I see that you guys do stuff without football. Yeah, yeah. When we, do I we'll get the remix it, man. Participate in that. So, whenever, uh, whenever we do that again, it's 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 gonna be uh, it's gonna be dope. It's gonna be dope. Uh, it's gonna no, be a lot of. Uh, it's gonna be a FaceTime deal with a full draft with twelve people. That's, that's cool. What's that's be. cool. <laughs> That's that is dope, exactly man. what it's gonna be. That's dope, yo. Alright, man. We out. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that good stuff. Peace out. Yes, sir. Yeet. Happy Easter, Kwanzaa. All that joint St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Spring break. <laughs> Spring break and all, my dudes. God, God, God.